Sort of simply unprofessional. I'm your host, Webby. Join me tonight. We got Rob. Hey guys, it's Rob. And we got Devin. Hey, what's up? It's Devin. Homie, don't play that shit. Homie, don't play that shit. Wow, I, I sounded like like a, like a white businessman right there. <laughs> um, all right, we're gonna jump right into this. I have a quick thing. I just had an epiphany. All right. I I'm do. open when we have epiphanies. I do all my best thinking while on the John. Don't we all? Okay. <laughs> so we all we've all seen, and, and more recently, I know me and me and Rob watched a Nicolas Cage movie by the name of Willie's Wonderland. Yep. Now a few things, but I'm gonna I'm gonna join I'm gonna share my epiphany, which you know is just for me. But like a few things is Nicolas Cage had zero voice lines in this movie, zero. Uh, he he made a few grunts and whatever, but no actual lines. Uh, and me and Rob feel like either he upset somebody, owed somebody a favor, or read the script and was like, "This is just my kind of crazy." Uh, that's the only I think thing. It's the uh, maybe all of them. Maybe all of them. But follow my logic here. Willie's Wonderland, Nameless Janitor, because that was what he was billed as, as Nicholas Cage was billed as the janitor, the prequel to Con Air. This is why he was in jail. This is why he was on the plane. <laughs> okay. Because he, he murdered a bunch of animatronic robots and then got a teddy bear for his daughter. <laughs> Is it murder, though? Well, self-defense. I mean, in some cases. I don't know. He kind of went on a warpath against these animatronics. Rob, I mean, even, even if it wasn't self-defense, is it murder? They're animatronics. Well, they had souls <laughs> in them, apparently. Uh, Rob's theory was that this was kind of like a supernatural kind of thing, where he was a hunter, and he had yeah. just heard about you know, these souls of these these killers being put into these robots and all these missing people going, you know, missing. And that's why yep. he was there. That was my theory. He was a hunter. A la Supernatural. Yep. Uh, I will say this. Watching this gave me vibes of that VFW movie you had us watch, Devin. Yep. Uh, it it was kind of the same style of movie with just a lot less talking. Uh, so pretty much in a nutshell, Nicolas Cage runs into some road spikes on the road, pops his tires on his car, 
gets a tow, is told that it's going to be like 1100 bucks to fix it. But if he's willing to work as a janitor and clean up this fucking restaurant, like a, it's like a Chuck E. Cheese-style place called Willie's Wonderland. Then it's, the just f- Friday, it's just Five Nights at Freddy's the movie. It, it is literally Five Nights at Freddy's the movie. Like, just I feel just like slightly I, in reverse. Like, like, I it, feel like if someone wanted to sue, they they could. Well, like, I don't I think, feel, I think I it's could, just different enough where I don't think they could get away with it. They'd be like, well, this was a weasel, not a bear, and whatever. But in Five Nights at Freddy's, it's my understanding, because I've only ever seen Cat play this. It's it's my understanding that, essentially, you're trying to do all these tasks while these robots try to kill you, and you're running from them. These robots come to life in Willy's, and eventually they run from Nicolas Cage. Like, Nicolas Cage just murders them. Like it's it's horrific, but not before some kids try to break in to break him out, and then start dying systematically to the robots. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, who? Okay, let me ask you both this. Oh, Rob's away from his keyboard. We'll ask him when he gets back. Um, who out of the animatronics, Devin? Who is your mm-hmm. favorite? Who is your favorite animatronic? The duck. Uh, which one was the duck? The French duck at the end that he ran over. Oh, was he French? I thought. I thought. Yeah, I thought that. French. I thought that was a Spanish alligator. It might have been. Maybe it was. I think it was French. Was he Spanish? I, I'm not. I can't remember. But yeah, because he, he, he when the girl got out of the cop car and started beating him, and he's like, "Oh no, my balls!" He was. I think he was speaking in Spanish. I, I I watched this a, a while back, so yeah. I'm not 100 percent sure, but yeah, no, that one for sure. That one's my favorite one. Yeah, same. I will say that. Um, and uh, yeah, so I mean, that's kind of the whole gist of it. Is Nick Cage? He goes room by room, starts cleaning, and then he takes breaks on the hour every hour. Uh, he has his watch set to it where he drinks an energy drink and he cleans up and plays this pinball machine. Uh, and then he kills a robot and then goes back to cleaning. Uh, and every time he he kills one of them, he gets covered in some sort of like either oil or gore of some fashion. And then he always changes his shirt to a brand new shirt. Uh he gets his car back and all the robots are dead. The whole town was in on the fact that like they were luring people there to feed these robots to keep them under control. That's that's really just that's a that's honestly a side plot to this whole thing. Uh but Nicolas Cage makes it out, kills all the robots, and leaves. I must say one of my favorite parts is when He's defending one of the teenage girls from the robots, and then his uh, uh, break alert goes off, and he just hands her the knife and walks away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Rob, I had asked Devin, um, out of the animatronics specifically, which one was your favorite? The fairy. Oh. Especially the way it, like, moved backwards of the walls and stuff. Hell no, that was creepy. creepy. I know, Fuck my that. creepy are my favorite. Fuck that. Also, uh, the... The one that they run over at the end. Mm. The one that the girl beats when she gets out of the cop car. Yeah. Was that a French duck or a Spanish alligator? It 
was or was it a Spanish? I don't know duck. if it was a duck or an alligator, but it, I'm pretty sure it was Spanish. It was wearing the three caballeros outfit. All right, yeah, so it, it very well may have been Spanish. All right, either way, the Spanish one was me and Devin's favorite. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I mean that's that's. Willie's Wonderland, literally in a nutshell. Nick Cage had zero voice lines. Uh, he had really intense looks, and then he grunted a few times when he was swinging a weapon around. Yeah, but that um, was literally it. I heard you talking about Five Nights at Freddy's when I walked by. Uh, you don't run from things in that. You only what it is is you sit in a control booth and you have a limited amount of power for like your blast doors that you can close and open and so you have to keep an eye and see when they're moving towards you and like you can light stuff up to see where they are but like the more of it uses your battery so you can't close the doors so eventually if you use your too much your battery up they get in and kill you but you don't move around at all you're just stuck in this one control booth well Either way, this, I mean, I kind of agree with Devin. My initial thought was this is essentially Five Nights at Freddy's, the movie. Yeah, I mean, it's still very similar. So, uh, I will say, what was he, a weasel or some shit? Is that what yeah. Willie was? Willie the Weasel? Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, I mean, he gave Nick Cage a good little whoop in there at the end until Nick Cage came back with his, his literally two two halves of a broomstick taped together as a club and a pillowcase full of energy drinks that he swung around like a club. (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, so my theory, Willie's Wonderland is a prequel to Con Air, which is a prequel to Ghost Rider. (laughs) All right, then. (laughs) So, because his character in Connor, man, he just he, he just wants justice. He he cannot let the evil doers abide. That's all. Anyway, that's all I have to say about Willie's. <laughs> um, there's another movie. If you wanted to talk about it a little bit, Devin, you had me watch a movie. I'm not sure that Rob will. Um, it's called Paper Tigers. The yep. way you the way you described this movie to me initially is exactly what this movie was. It was three ninjas, but set into the future where they're old, and one of them's a black guy. That's pretty much what yep. this movie is. <laughs> I didn't lie to you. Yeah. Um. I will say I was very sad when my favorite character died, the one with the knee injury. Well, he didn't die, but he he got real messed up, real bad, and then yeah, I'm like, yeah. Back to and him. I told you that would be that would be your favorite character. Yeah, I do. I like him. Um, I like when they fought the kids in the pool in in, in the shallow pool there, or the emptied out pool, and uh, they all almost got their asses kicked. The 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 oh, one yeah. the one leader the one who was supposed to be the best of them did get his ass kicked, and then it came down to what the one with the leg injury ended up throwing his opponent around like a rag doll and ended up winning that way, and then the black guy ended up instead of using his 
martial arts ended up essentially just boxing him or doing like Mai Tai or Muay Thai or something. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was an interesting movie. It, it was literally, it wasn't one of those movies that like really sucked you in. Like, uh, like for me, like it man would like it man was very right. action packed, you know, really kind of pulled me in that way. This literally was like, if I was going to sit down and watch three ninjas again, it had that level of entertainment. It was just entertaining enough to keep me watching. And there were, there were like witty one-liners and stuff here and there. Um, but it's also something that I could see myself watching while doing other things and not, not getting lost watching the movie, you know? There wasn't yep. there wasn't a, a whole lot of like it wasn't very plot intensive I'll say <clears throat> so uh, is there anything else you want to talk about about Paper Tigers? Um, I mean I recommend watching it. I think it's a good watch. I do recommend it. I I've, honestly I recommend both of them, even Willie's. Willie's is a good one time watch. I don't necessarily know that I'd watch it again unless I watched it with someone who hadn't seen it already. Uh, but yeah, Paper Tigers, good movie. Um, I'm trying to remember. Was there anybody really famous in, in that movie? Like who is the, who, who is the most famous person out of Paper Tigers? Me. Well, Rob was in it. Yep. Rob has what was it? Not sway. You have influence. Influence. No, that's not that's not the word either. You said you have. Uh, what was the word you used? <laughs> I don't remember now. I know what you're talking about. Not not Nash? gout. Not gout. Nash? No. It, it, Gusto. No, it, it's it's kind of the same sway. thing. Sway. Sway. Yeah, you had yeah. sway with the American government to shut down the borders <laughs> between us and Canada. Yep. Oh, are you the reason? Mm-hmm. Gotta keep Clay from coming here. Oh, clout. You had clout. Clout, that's what it that's was, That's what right. the word you was that you used. I was like, I knew it rhymed with gout. Oh, yeah, that's right, because you we were talking about gout. And we started singing the song. Anyway, uh, so this week... Uh, other than those two movies, which we do recommend you watch, and at some point, Rob, I think you should watch Paper Tigers. Um, Devin has prepared for us a little riddle dungeon that we haven't done in a while. At least I haven't done in a long while. It's true. So uh, All of you open roll 20, by the way, too, just to make life rolling odd number dice easier for me. All right, which uh, which roll twenty do you want? I don't just hop in anyone where you can just need to roll some dice. Just hop in one that we haven't used in twenty years, so it doesn't matter. So you're you're not interfering with a chat or something. part of this Rob is not part of that one 
I gotta find like. Uh, do we all have to be in the same one, or does no? It do, I just no. It, it doesn't matter. I literally just need you guys to be in a one, so you guys can roll. Um, roll like if I'm like roll a D. It's because it'd be like a weird number. So like roll a D like twenty seven or something like that. You can be like, oh okay, I got you. Um. All right. Now... Do I have to write down a list of names? I remember we usually brought characters into these things. Nope. Uh, so, I mean, you want to. Um, in fact, the story behind this one is you guys are going to be a brand new adventuring party of of four people. So, I'll make sure you can get two. And I want you guys to, uh, if you've got some paper in front of you, if not, I can do it over here. Just uh, just, uh, just draw yourself next to each name you want to give these guys. Draw yourselves three little hearts. Okay, we're going to go Zelda style on this, I see. <laughs> sorry if you hear Matilda in the background. She's barking up a storm! I'm sorry if you hear kids in the background, because they're kids. They're not mine. Matilda! Hush up! As far as I know. Pretty sure. There was that one time. One sec, I'll be right back. Oh, Matilda... Although what uh what roll twenty are you did you guys get in a roll twenty together? I don't think so. Oh here. While he's gone, I'll just make a roll twenty real quick. That way I can see your answers too. I can see your uh and then that way if I need to like type out the riddle, because my I, I can't read for reasons. Um you guys can do that. Um All right, I'm back. Sorry All right, ready? Change of plans. Change of plans. Kind of. Right. Uh, I'm going to give you guys a roll twenty link, just so I can. Uh, I can uh, put you guys. That way, if I need to type out an answer or something like that, you guys can can see it. Okay. Or let me type an answer out, and I can see what you guys roll, and life is better for everybody. So, launch game. That way, everybody can see everything that needs to be seen. Here's the link to the roll 20. And, and, posted in general chat under Simply Unprofessional. So I am going to make one female character and one male character. Can you give me two character sheets? Sure. Would you like character sheets? I can give you guys character sheets if you're so inclined. I was going to use the Add death saving throw thing as there. Oh, that works. Um, Here. It's all players. All players. 
Or here, just do rub. There you go. Okay, myself. Duplicate. And save changes. So you should be able to have two characters there, Rob, that you can... There are one's a copy and one's not, but you should be able to change their name and do that. Can you control... Can you do, do, handle both of those? Let me know. Now I see one. Oh, there we go. Now I see two. Well, one should be a copy, <laughs> one not a copy. Excuse me. Well, so you should be. I see. Okay, uh, well, I, I, Uki okay. And all right, I got that. Um, hold on. I got it. Yeah, it didn't copy the. It didn't copy the permissions for it. So hold on a second. Patrick Webster, all players, sorry. And then controlled by Patrick Webster and myself. Save. There you go. And Rob, you should have this one in 2.2 seconds. Oh, I got these off of name generators, and both my people's last name starts with R. Well, what do you know? There you go, Rob. Okay. Now you should see your character. You should see LOE Uke and copy of LOE Uke. <laughs> and I have Suyod Ode. And copy Tree of Sweeod Ode. Ode. Let's go ahead and change their name to Boom. Proud of you. Silence is gold, but I'm proud of you. Also, I've been watching Record of Ragnarok on Netflix. Quick review of Record of Ragnarok on Netflix. Uh, it's a show that I had really high hopes for because the manga was good. The show is not bad on Netflix. It's just not... It's not good. It... It it's slightly disappointing considering that when you're like looking at the source material, like the fights could have been so much better. But it's basically like human or his human humanity's like best best from all time going up against like the gods and the fate of the world is uh the fate of the world is being decided. So you have humanity's best Fight taking on gods. So, like the first battle was like Lubu versus uh Thor. Lubu. Lubu from Lubu. Dynasty Warriors. From Dynasty Warriors, yeah. Or I should say Lubu from uh, China fame, but I mean everyone's here knows from Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, Lubu versus Thor. Uh, was the first fight. Second fight was Zeus versus Adam. Um, it's probably the, one of the better fights, but. I don't know. I just like it's not bad. It's just not like the it, it just the animation style seems really clunky. Um, like the fights just seem kind of like slow and clunky. Um, but it is what it is. But it's not bad. Me, uh, remind me, Devin, after SU to have you watch a video with me. I would watch anything with you, Webby. Well, write it down. Well, I'm gonna write it down right here on the bottom here. You're gonna write it down next year, Doc. That you keep forgetting about. Yeah, Devin. Watch 
Can you set the character sheets to fifth edition, Devin? Oh, just, uh, just like, yeah, they're not really because uh, I was anticipating like actually character character sheets, but I got you, Rob. I got you. I got you, Rob. Let me do it real quick. Setting. I gotta go back out and come back in. Give me two point two seconds. Setting. I caught a fucking mosquito. Character sheet template. Look at leave all me. There we go, there. Ocean McGee. Uh, I did the thing like you did, the character sheet or a name generator. Thank you, Ocean McGee. All Ocean right. Ocean McGee right. and Fla- Flavia Moore. Flavia Moore and Ocean McGee. Is Flavia a female? Yeah. That work for you? Uh, have to refresh. Yeah, I'll refresh too. Yep. Yep. Cool. I'm happy. I'm proud of you guys. All right. So. Their three little hearts can be their death saves. That's what Rob's yep. doing. Oh. Yep. So look at that. You guys are thinking alike. I'm proud of you. I got my list of random rids, riddles along with riddles I pulled out and some of them I flagged as a um, being hard. All right. Not. Well, my brain is mush. So That's the way I'm probably like going to fail all mine. <laughs> They're not all hard. All right. We are a new adventuring party thrown directly into a riddle dungeon as their first mission, I'm guessing, which <laughs> those poor, poor souls. I'm going to set the scene. You guys are a, uh, like a brand new adventuring party. Think like, think like, like cliche, like almost anime level adventuring party. Like you're just optimistic about the world. You come from a relatively yeah, small for town. Now. <laughs> You're optimistic about the world. Come from a relatively small town. You, you know, like you guys deal with kobolds occasionally. Like, like your town, like your town has kobolds. Like your town guard is enough to protect you. Adventurers are these people from the big city who do amazing, wondrous things, and you hear stories, and you're all bright-eyed and excited, and you're you finally. Have you come of age and you're like, all right, it's time. You and your you and your you and your childhood friends band together and you decide to become an adventuring party. Um and on your first wandering adventure, uh it starts as a torrential downpour. And uh your your uh what are what what's your four classes? What what do you guys got going on? Talk to me. Oh man. Well, Merlin was a turnip farmer. I like it. No idea where he is now. Merlin comes from a long line of turnip farmers, um, and he wanted to break that tr- break that tradition and, and be his own man. I appreciate yeah. that. So with his strength of, you know, being living on a farm, I guess he will be a fighter. Merlin the fighter. I like this. Merlin All right. So we got Merlin the fighter. We got Merlin the fighter. All right. Level, what else you got? Level one. All right. Yup. Uh, and Evie... Uh, 
You know, Evie is the uh, she's she's the girl that all the boys you know swoon over in in this small town. Um, but she has dreams of making it out of this little this podunk village and and, and getting a stardom somewhere. So Evie, she's a very high charisma. Uh, she's gonna be a a bard. All right, you got Evie the bard and Myrtle and the fighter. I like this. Yep. All right, Rob, what you got going on over there? Let's start with uh, Flavia. <laughs> uh, Flavia is the kind of girl who, you know, is not quite everyone's favorite. She gets in trouble with the, the sheriff all the time, who is also her father. She is a rogue pickpocket. All right, Flavia the rogue. I like this. Okay. <laughs> And one of the Ocean. only way, one of the only ways we can get Rob to make a character not named Elsbeth. <laughs> and Ocean is uh, was a fisherman. His family was fishermen, and they were not very inventive. They named Ocean. <laughs> they just spelled it weird. And he resented that. And instead of fishing, he studied a lot, and he is a water wizard. Oh, okay. All right, we have a wizard. Water. A fighter and a rogue. It starts torrential pouring, um, really, really bad, uh, and uh, everybody failed their survival roll to make camp. But um, Flavia did pass. She did pass the uh, the uh, the perception check, and she saw a cave. So you guys make your way into this cave. Yeah, nice, seemingly you know safe cave that is just this giant mouth of a giant tiger or something like an Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> you guys make your way into this cave, and uh, you guys spend the night there. It's re- relatively uneventful. You spend the night there. You guys get to, you guys get a fire going. You know, it, 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 it cave's kind of deep, but not like insanely deep. Like it's like a ten minute walk to like the back of the cave, and you know it it does. It's like a couple offshoots, but they're all pretty much dead ends. Uh, you see, like some leftover, like bones, or maybe something either died there or something was there. Um, not human bones, like animal bones, like something either was like living there and it's like leftover remains, or it died. One of the two. Uh, but either way, you make your way. Uh, that happened, and you know you spend the night there. And you come out in the morning, and in the early in the morning, you know this. You have, you know, you're in like a kind of like a forest setting. It's kind of you know, it's you get like the raindrops off the leaves in the morning at fresh dawn. Like it's. It's, it's real beautiful. It's serene. You guys are, you guys are excited again about your, you guys are heading into town to get your first, uh, heading to like the uh, slightly bigger town. You guys are in a small little village. You're heading to like your actual town. Gonna check out the bounty board. And on your way to town, as you're coming out of this cave, you something catches something something catches uh, Merlin's eye. And uh, yeah, he sees a. Uh, it looks like something moving over here. So he like he pounces on it, and it's just a. Uh, it's like a, you know, it's a book or like a book. He opens the book up. It's like this book. There's kind of like, like a pamphlet, not really like a full book, like a pamphlet. It's like rolling through. It's on the wind. He grabs it and he opens it, and he's looking at it. And it's like this pamphlet was like made for the made for this group. It's you know, it's 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 colorful, and it's like looking for adventure. And you know, it's like you know, it's it has like pop-ups and everything. Like it's it's really exciting. It's, it's a really exciting pamphlet. In fact, you guys have never from a small town. You've never seen anything like this before. It's 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 wanna, really like want to stop farming turnips. <laughs> yeah, like it's almost like eerily specific. 
and and then it's like yeah it's like right this way and then you know you start hearing like you said you know you're walking and you, you guys are reading this pamphlet it's a couple pages long it's just like going over all this adventure and stuff and it's selling it's like a couple pages selling you on this great this great adventure and you guys get to the clearing and you get to this clearing there's it forks off there's two paths and then there's just this there's this sign there that seemingly is very out of place um, this is very out of place sign. It's very colorful. It must be like magically magic or something involved with the sign because it has these little orbs that surround the sign, and they seem to be glowing without any kind of light source or any type of uh, like fire. And it's you know blinking on and off, and it's just like pointing you. It's like adventure this way. And uh, Flavia seems to be a relatively smart individual. She's like, I don't think this is this this is. Uh, this is kosher. This this doesn't. This seems like a trap. And then like the pamphlet seems to get an extra page, and you turn the page, and it's like definitely not a trap. Adventure this way. Well, Merlin sold. He judges on. <laughs> it says it right there in the pamphlet. It's not a trap. Let's go. So. You guys started, like, walking that way. Like, eventually everybody's just like, oh, my God, this is stupid. So you guys start walking that way. Uh, and as you're walking this way, like, it, you know, you start seeing things that's just, like, very odd. Like, you guys haven't ventured far out of your town, but this is, even not seeing a big city, this is, like, technology and gadgets that stuff, like, you've never seen before. Like, there's, as you're walking, like, the forest starts to slightly fade a little bit. And it turns into like a paved road and then there's like these signs that are popping up on sides of you know what trees are look like they're turning into buildings and the these signs start popping up randomly um and like you see like a red and then you eventually like you, know, you see like a red signs that are popping up and they're kind of like blurry you can't really make them out and then you get to like the looks like the end of the path and there's just this store uh, it looks like a store. It's a building. And right above the door is this red and blue sign that's just like making a humming noise and blinking on and off and it says open. It says CVS. It says open. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it, it, it is hell. It is hell, for real. <laughs> CVS stands for come visit Satan. Um, and then you, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you guys are drawn to this. You, you make your way inside. When you make your way inside, you find yourself in a cave. Again. But not anything, not not the cave you were in. Just another cave. It's seemingly endless dark. Uh, and as everybody walks through the door, the door closes behind you. You look, and there's no more door. And you're just standing in a black void cave. I think the pamphlet lied to us. I think it was a trap. And then you start to hear almost carnival music. I hate clowns. So you're almost carnival music going, and you see a dim light off in the distance. You guys follow this light, and you see a very tall, a very tall man, um, like impossibly tall, like tall, thin man. And like he look, he sees you guys. You guys are like waist height to him, and he kind of like his 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 limbs and proportions look all off. Like his legs look like they're ten feet tall, and his arms look really long, and his torso looks kind of small. It's Slender Man. <laughs> and he kind of just like bends down and he bends down and like he's doing like a full squat. And doing a full squat, he's still about a good, he's got a good like 
probably five, four to five feet on most of you. And he looks, and he's like, oh, welcome. I see you found your way. Evie shoves Flavia forward. Uh, what do you want? It's not what I want, but it's what you want. I only offer you a game. It's your choice. If you choose to play. Merlin steps forward. I accept your challenge, weird sir. And he, when you said that, he kind of, he kind of turns his head a little bit. And then he goes, wonderful. And he claps his hands. And then it looks like he turns into dust. And then this yellow, this yellow dust kind of swirls all around you. Everyone. I try to, cr- and I then, try to catch them in my hand. No, it's like uh, coughing, uh, like blinding you. Like it's, uh, you're coughing in it for a minute. You're kind of like waving your hands frantically. You're like, oh God, what the hell? And then you kind of reappear. Um, and you're in... It's okay, but it's more well lit. And you all notice on your hands, you all have uh, numbers written in yellow on the back of your hand, um, numbered one through four. Evie, you are number one. Flavia is number two. Merlin is number three. And Ocean is number four. So Evie is number one. And Merlin is number three. Yes. Three. Right, I'm just putting that in their names so I can remember. Flavio squints at Merlin. You are so going to get molested. Well, that's, a, that's an oddly specific threat. <laughs> no, not by her. By the big tall man. As the, as the, as the, as the booming voice over, like, you can't see, a, bo- a booming voice appears and says, that's an oddly specific threat. Um, and then it says, and then you see, uh, you all see on four pedestals in front of you, there are four, uh, four bat, four pouches, lit numbered one through four. Merlin goes and grabs number three. All right. Flavia grabs one and two. Well, uh, you when you when you try to grab one, your hand goes right through it, but you you do grab two. Okay. Evie will grab one. Evie can grab one. That's fine. And we got some ocean grabs four. He crosses his arms and says, no. And Flavia, like, grabs him and makes him grab it. Well, when he crosses his arm and says no, he feels he feels a weight, um, like, appear in his hand, and he opens his hand, and pouch number four is in, the, is, is in his hand anyway. Well. <laughs> and as you open these, you see, you see two sets of dice. One dice is red. Uh, there's Six sides, uh, one and three of the sides are red, three of the sides are green. And the other one is an impossible number of sides on the dice. Like, it hurts your head almost looking at this dice because it's not, it shouldn't be possible because it has. It has 127 sides. Okay. Oh look, this one's just a ball. <laughs> no, no, no. They're all. They're, that's the odd part. They're all one. It's an odd number of sides. Two. They're all the all these sides are very much defined. Hmm. Like it, it literally hurts your head looking at this. This shape should not exist. <laughs> okay. 
And then you hear the voice again, and it goes, Player one, it's your turn. I'll explain the rules of the game. First, you shall roll the red or green. You shall roll the dice with the red or green. That will determine she throws it down. the category of question. And then she throws it down, and go ahead and roll me this d6. Odd is green, red, and uh, evens is red. All right, green. All right, now roll the other dice. And this dice, when you go to roll this dice, this dice seems to change shape, and it changes into a D, just a regular D100. So, D100. Yes, sir. 75. 75. All right. So, when you roll that dice, um, a path opens up in front of you. Um, You're all able to walk on this path. It's a path, but then there's a, like, a a pedestal on the end of the path. Um, and then so you all walk to the path and then the pedestal and it says player one step to the pedestal. She does. And she rolls 75. 75. Alright. Riddle me this. I have a tail and I have a head, but I have no body. I am not a snake. What am I? A coin. And then you hear a you hear a ding noise, um, like a correct answer ding noise. And the pedestal opens up, and a coin pouch appears. You can write down that she has acquired 300 gold pieces. Alrighty. 300 gold. Boom. I love building, I love building the lore for the Riddle Master. Hell yeah. Every every soul every soul he claims he gets stronger and can do more shit. <laughs> All right, I'm trying to figure out how I can mark this without fucking it up. Hold on, file, make a copy. There we go. Open. I'm trying to do something. Hold on. I'm trying to. I don't. I don't want to like overly repeat these if I don't have to. So I'm trying to. Do you want me? I can just mark down what numbers have been rolled. No, no, you're good. I'm just going to change the text color on the number here. I just have to do it the right way. So I got that. There we go. Boom. All right. So once we did, I already have red, I have red text. Perfect. All right. Player number two. Please make your roll. So Flavia looks at the two dice and she's like, red means stop and green means go. So let's go. And she rolls the green one. Well, they they both. Uh, it's a six-sided dice. Uh, three sides are red, three sides are green. Oh, it's just a, I thought you said there were two dice in the bag. Yeah, and then there's yeah, another the dice that has like uh, D100 100, and whatever. 171 oh, okay. or 141 right. that magically changes shapes to other side to other dice. Does it matter which one she rolls first? No. Okay, she rolled the D100 then first and then the the color die after. You're fucking rebel. Yep. All right. 21. And then roll the Roll a d6, so if you got that, that's 21. Alright, that, that works. 21, sir. Alright, you see more of the... You see more of the... Uh, of these squares seem... These square tiles seem to open up. And then you look in the background, and it looks very much like a demented Candyland. Like, if you pay attention to... Like, there's like... Uh, like, pop-up shit happening in the background, and it looks like the Candyland, like, world almost. So like, but, a, like carnival themed, like a like a Tim Burton Candyland. 
like dark kind of but like shit yeah like more weird shit's happening in the background like 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 you'll see like um it's like, like a really bad season of american horror story exactly like you'll see like like <laughs> on like one of the stations like on the station you're on in the background like like somebody was making cotton candy but then if you look a little closer you see like body parts hanging out of the cotton candy thing well okay <laughs> okay and like yeah, so yeah, 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 stuff like that. Like it, it, it's it's a little off. So you rolled twenty one, correct, Rob? Yep. All right. You rolled the same number oh. three on the six sided die. All right. You use a knife to cut up my head, but you weep beside me when I am dead. What am I? Uh, an onion. That is correct. You get a ding, and then I also need you to roll me. A D100 again, Rob. Okay. What'd you get? 17. 17. A pouch appears in front of you. A pouch appears in front of you, and you get... It looks like a... A weird box made out of some... Like... Stiff paper material. You're not really sure. Um, Rob, to give you an idea, it has like a decoration in the front. Rob, tell you like what is you you have a you have a cigar box in front of you, but this yeah. cigar box inside, uh, it contains bones. And then right, uh, it contains bones. What do you say when you see this box with bones in it? Well, did <laughs> uh, did Evie show us the gold she got? Hell yeah, she said she's rich. Jesus, what a ripoff! Would would you say that the bones the bones rattle? I've got dancing bones. The bones rattle again. Evie will offer you twenty five gold for your box of bones. Uh, <laughs> she she considers it, but she takes back the bones. She's like, "No, this is what I won." Stick with it, no matter what a stupidness it is. I rest. I will. I will. I will tell you what these bo- what this is. Okay. You have you have a box of saints bones. Um, the bones will rattle ominously when a lie is uttered nearby. Oh. You basically have a box of lie detection. Hmm. The bones will rattle anytime somebody lies near you. Oh, yeah, right. but she doesn't know that. She puts it in her bag. If she survives, you know what she has. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Player number three. Time to roll. Who's three? That was Merlin. Merlin. All right. Uh, where's my... Mm. There's my dice roller. Uh, D6. A 6. That's even, so that is red. When you roll that, um, the path in front of you appears, but it is a red path. It is red. And it looks like it goes longer than the other paths do. Like, it gets you further down the line. Okay. Merlin walks right through. No, no, I'm assuming everybody does. Uh, um, 
Now what do you want me to roll? The roll a twenty-six. A twenty-six. A one d twenty-six. Yep. All right. So the dice when you roll red, the dice morphs in your hand again. I think I did this right. I think. Yeah. Fifteen. What'd you roll? Fifteen. Surely, number of these. <laughs> I got you. I got you on your nose. All right. Oh God. <laughs> All right. So as you get to this, as you get to this, um... poor Merlin. <laughs> I don't know, you're you're fine. Uh, as you get through this path, uh, there's a podium there, and on the podium, it. You have this. Uh, this is your riddle. It's given to you. Born by fire, stone, or rain, I feel most comfortable at home on the plains. When I am out of my element, I feel much disarray. What am I? One more time. Born by fire, stone, or rain, I feel most comfortable at my home on the plains. When I am out of my element, I feel much disarray. What am I? Oh my god. I don't, um... Born of fire, stone, or rain? Yep. But at my... Oh, I'll feel... I'll, 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 I'll type it out for you so you want to read it. <laughs> at my Most comfortable... Stone or rain, I feel most comfortable at home on the plains. When I'm out of my element, I feel much disarray. What am I? Rob, do you have this one? I feel like you have this one. He's not near his computer. Oh, okay. You're better than He's like Matilda out. I feel like, uh, see, this is where I'm fucked because I have D and D brain. I don't. Go with your gut. I'd say, like the various like el elementals like your fire elemental earth elemental water elemental they don't mention air so, there but so your 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 answer is an elemental correct yeah all right when you answer elemental um you see on the podium you see a hand of fire a hand of stone and a hand of water burst out of the element out of the uh oh, out of the podium and they stop they're right about to hit you in the face and they all stop right before they hit you and their hands open their hands open and <laughs> you hear the correct dinging noise where the hell was air it wasn't in the one. Oh, 
Okay, that's why I thought mm-hmm. I had it wrong because it didn't it didn't tell air. Okay, all right, my D my D and D brain stuck true. And inside of their hand, in each of their hands, in the earth elemental, in the earth hand, you have there is a yellow diamond. In the red, in the fire hand, there is a red conundrum or cor corundrum corundrum. There you go. And in the water hand, there is an emerald. Uh, he'll take the earth one. No, no, they're all for you. They're all, oh, they're shit. all for you. He high fives them all and takes them all. Yep. And um, if you want to know what exactly you got, Webby, I will tell you what you got. Okay. You have you have obtained three elemental gems. The earth elemental, um, the yellow diamond, is the gem contains a mote of elemental energy. When you use an action to break the gem, an elemental is summoned, as if you had to cast if you have cast conjure elemental spell, and the gem's magic is lost. So the yellow diamond, when you throw it in the ground and shatter it, uh, you can cast. You basically will conjure an earth earth elemental. The red one, you will conjure a fire elemental, and the emerald, you will conjure a water elemental. Per to the conjure elemental spell. All right. I dig it. I dig it. 1x water. Right here, if you want to read them here, you can I'll send this to you if you want to read it. I'm just marking it down on this character sheet. Yeah, no, I'm saying, but if you want to, like, reference it later, to provided he survives, he- then you can, you are free to reference it there. All right. Um, all right. So number four, which is Rob, or you? Rob, I think, right? Rob is Ocean. Yep. All right, Rob's back. All right, cool. All right, All right Rob, roll me a... Uh... Three. Three, okay. We're going D100 again. Actually, no, a D... Nope. Yeah, D100 fine. Right. You good? That's good. What you got? 28. 28. I'll just uh, adjust if you hit one that we already hit, but I just wanted to have a system for I know which one you we did or didn't do. Alright, you see a path open up. It's a green path. Opens up and uh yeah there's a podium. You as for you stand before it. And this is your riddle, sir. Before my birth, Master binds me. He'd never seen me, yet always he finds me. Always with him as he grows older, each of his burdens I'm sworn to shoulder. I cannot escape my fate as a slave until my master lies dead in his grave. What am I? Hmm. You want to read it? You can read it there. Why am I Always with him as he grows older, each of those burdens on Soren's shoulder. Before my birth, 
he's never he'd never seen me is throwing me off like what would always be with you that you'd never see me? unless it's like your heart or something I'm gonna have a water like why why are you thinking through okay what's that okay. I'm gonna some water while Rob's thinking that one through okay I don't know. I his a uh, part. I mean, I mean, brain maybe. Each of his burdens, I'm sworn to shoulder. Unless it's like your muscles. I don't know if I'm allowed to help or give you my opinion. I'm going to do what you didn't think about D&D terms. Do we have an answer? Yes. I decided to think of it because I was thinking about body parts like muscles and whatnot. But then I was like, I'm going to do what Webby did and think about it as D&D. &D. And I thought of Mernin and his skeleton soldiers bursting out of their bodies. So I'm going to say skeleton. All right. You, sir. Answer skeleton. Yay. You answer skeleton. Uh, I thought you said the answer skeleton. I said when you answer skeleton. I okay. lost my page. Shit. I found my page. Wait, no, I lost my page again. Fuck. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's see if I there would have go. been wrong, because I would not have answered that, but... What was your answer? You might as well say before we... I was thinking of something like a conscience. Because mm. you don't see your conscience either. Matilda is just a bark, a bark nut. That's all she is. Hold on a second. I'm trying to find something for you. So I need to look something up. All right. So, uh, you answer skeleton. You see. Uh, so there's somewhere, I don't know if you were here when I explained to Webby, you, you, you see a, a skeletal arm burst forth from this podium, and as it's about to hit you in the face, it stops, and you hear a dinging noise. And then you see the podium kind of close back up, with the arm still sitting there, and it's like the, the skeleton hand is, is your, uh, is your prize. Okay. And, uh, you have acquired a, um, you have acquired... A what is it? A bone of animation. Um, this item appears to be a regular human upper arm bone. While holding the bone, you can use the action to speak the command word and turn the bone into a skeleton. The skeleton reverts to bone form after one hour or when it drops to zero HP. 
Skeleton is friendly to you and your companions for the duration or initiative for the skeleton will head its own turns. It obeys any verbal commands that you issue it. Uh, no action required by you. If you don't issue any commands to the skeleton, it defends itself from hostile creatures but otherwise takes no actions. Once the bonus user can't be used again until next time. Cool. So you have a you have a skeletal arm that you can uh, speak speak a command. It will turn into a skeleton and will stay there for an hour or until it drops zero HP, and then it falls back into regular skeleton arm bone. So congratulations, you've all cleared the first round. Evie would have Evie would have died. <laughs> he waves the hand at Flavia and goes, "Me and you keep getting boned." <laughs> She's not abused. <laughs> Neither is Merlin. <laughs> It was like it wasn't me. All right. Next up, we have our wonderful person here, Evie. Roll some dice. All right, D six, another three. All right, you guys are staying on the easy list. All right, go for it. Uh, so this is a D one hundred. Yep. Thirty six. Thirty six on the D one hundred scale. Alright, you see your green path open up. You see a podium at the end of the green path. You gotta step to it. And your riddle is, to keep me, I must be given. If I am not kept, I am broken. A promise? And that is correct, sir. Yes! You roll me another, another D100. Another 300 gold? <laughs> oh, D100. 19. 19. <laughs> Jesus. This is an okay. Uh I wait one more time. I I'm not giving that because it's stupid. Uh okay. Uh D one hundred fifty-three. Alright. Okay, that's actually useful. Uh you get a saddle. Okay. So you get a saddle, um, and the saddle, <laughs> uh, Webby, I will tell you what the saddle does, but you have a magical saddle that you do not know, you don't know what it is, um, but it's a saddle that turns any animal into a horse when it is strapped on. The horse cannot remove the saddle on its own. Okay. You have a magical saddle in which you can turn any animal that is of your size. You can't turn like a mouse into a horse. Right. But... <laughs> Any animal that you could feasibly ride it will turn into a horse of, of that same size. For how long? Just until you take the saddle off? Or... Until you take the saddle off, but nice. the horse cannot remove the saddle on its own. Alright. <laughs> well, I guess until it dies. Now you say any 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 animal or any creature? Animal. Okay. Animal. Not creature. You can't strap the saddle to your friends and ride your friends and well, turn into permanent horses. You know... <laughs> I can't blame you for trying. I'm not gonna blame you for trying. Okay. Alright. Alright. Good job. I'm proud of all of you. Roll me some more dice. Who number two? Who number two? Flavia, roll me number two. The reason why I didn't give you the first one, it was another bone-related thing, and it was um a bone of bone of fresh meat. Um anytime you you pull the bone out and it was like it was almost like a toothpick, uh you chew it. And it gave you it would give off the smell of fresh meat, like fresh like freshly cooked meat. Oh. Okay. Um and it would mask other smells. So if you ever were like in a bad like you stunk, you would you could 
do that and smell like fresh meat, but gotcha. I, don't, I don't really see a point for that. So Just make like, ev- make every, everything around you smell like bacon all the time. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Rob, roll the two. Yep. Oh, yes. The room turns red again. And then roll me a D1, 1, 2. Not a D100. It's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. 1, 2, 25. Mr. 1. All <laughs> oh, right. Also, doesn't the slash go before the R? I just did slash R, 1, D, 25, and I said that's not a command. I think it's just slash. Oh, I'm seeing you write R slash. I think it's supposed to be slash R space 1D25. Yeah, it's slash R space 1D25. There you go. 20. All right. Your riddle is a part of heaven, though it touches the earth. Some say it is valuable, others no worth. What am I? Can you put that one in the chat so I can read it? Yes. I, when I retyped it, I mistyped one thing. So I'm going to fix mistype, and then I can post it. I mean, the only thing I can think of is sunlight, but I don't know why people would say sunlight has no worth. Has no worth to vampires. I guess. I'll go with sunlight. It's the only thing I can think of. Your answer is sunlight. You do not hear the Uh-oh. binging noise, but you do get the you do get the uh, the path is for the next person, and you know, it, next person roll their dice. Okay, so okay. Merlin rolls now. Yep, go ahead and roll, Merlin. Uh, what happened, Flavia? A six. All right, that is going to be roll a d100. 22. All right, as you guys are walking to your next destination, Flavia, 
Uh, you see a light shine on you. Um, and then to everyone else that looks at this light, they see looks like a rainbow. And you, it almost it sears you from not like awfully, but you definitely you're you're you definitely do get blisters and you take some some fire damage and burning damage. It, this rainbow light sears you, um, and you can go ahead and cross off one of your hearts yeah. as you are have from minor to moderate burns from head to toe. Flavia, no. <laughs> the answer was in fact was in fact a rainbow. This is your fault. <laughs> the answer was in fact a rainbow. I told you it was a trap for you to listen. I mean, to be fair, you guys have gotten some pretty nice items out of this. But the so. pamphlet said it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and pamphlets never lie. <laughs> pamphlets never lie. All right, you got 22, right? Yeah. All right. Oh, boy, this might be fun. Um, all right. So as you get to the podium, your riddle is this. As I set off on the trail, I am followed by my long tail. I jump each gap. I bridge each gorge. What once was broken, I reforge. Then I return, only to find I left my tail far behind. Tell me, what am I? A needle and thread. Well, the, the thread is the tail, so a needle. You get the dinging sound. Congratulations. I actually knew that one. Yep. Huh. I'm trying to figure out how I can convert this item into 5e. Okay. Um, wait, let me just double check. Merlin acquires the needle of mending. No, it's no. You get a pouch, and in this pouch there are three needles. Oh boy. Um, Peter, this is actually a pretty, pretty. Uh, hold on. Did they did, did they convert this spell in the five E? I don't think they did. There's no way they converted that spell to five E. No, they didn't. Okay. So, I'm going to tell you what this does, because this is going to be a custom spell. It's an added spell with additional effects. So, these three, these three needles, you will receive the piercing needles of pain. The three needles must be used together to gain any effect. If all three, three pierce the flesh of a creature, each dealing one point of damage that can't be healed until it is removed. So, you would have to take three points of permanent damage. The pain creature can give feelings of intense pains, in, intense pain to others by touch. The painful touch will produce the effect of the inflict wound spell, cast as if it was cast at third level, and it's a DC 15. Additionally, any creature damaged, any creature that fails that the save on the inflict wounds. Oh, no, it's not, it's not even a save right now. I forgot. Inflict wounds, this is different. It's not a roll. Inflicted is a touch, a, a, touch a melee touch. Yep. yep. So we make the attack. Um, if they are hit, they're also, um, they are also, uh, frightened. Frightened by you. Frightened by you until the end of their next turn. 
So three permanent damage until removed. Also, does yes. it inflict wounds spell? It has inflict wounds at third level. So inflict wounds at third level is 48. 5d10. <laughs> and you can do this up to three times per day. Third level. It's, and yeah, it's 3d10. Until the end of next turn, and this is up to three times per day, times. and then oh, we got for a long rest. Long rest. Okay. There you go. You guys are going to be a stacked adventuring crew if you make it out of here. Rob has stepped, keep... stepped away from the computer. And you guys keep rolling red. Uh, given the fact that he stepped away, we are going to say, well, I mean, your, your guy can roll. Mr. Merlin can roll. That was Evie, right? No, that was Merlin. Alright, well, Evie can go again. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. How long, you, how long is he away? How long? Uh, he's on his way back to his computer right now. Okay, then just remember, just wait until he gets back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that was Flavia who went, and then Merlin's after Flavia. Yep, that's true. Flavia, so yep, go, Flavia got hurt. And then Ocean right. can go next. Ocean's it's turn. D6. <laughs> Four. Four. All right. Four is. All right. Give me a... Uh, uh, actually, did that wrong. Maybe you shouldn't have been on the harder list. Wait. Uh, it's fine. I don't care. That works. We just flipped around because I fucked up. That's okay. Because I, I wish I could do like red and green dice, but I can't do red slash green dice. Um, and there's really no way to do red or green. You know what? Actually, that's not gonna work either. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's neutral. That's no, the problem. Yeah. Uh, if there wasn't neutral, I, I was that's what I was just thinking. But anyway, it's fine. So we're gonna say even even is now. Easy or ish, debatable. Hard is red. Um, so Rob, go ahead and roll me a uh, D one hundred. Tell me what you got. Seventeen. Seventeen. All right. So seventeen. Oh yeah. There you go. Yeah, you're going to step up here, and, uh... The fuck? Oh, okay. This is just other stuff. I'm like, what the fuck? One second here. Just fighting because I, I know you're gonna get this. This is why I'm doing this. Okay, perfect. All right. So you, your your answer is this: the more I dry, the wetter I become. What am I? Example. Yes, that is correct. So I'm like, you're gonna get this one. All right, and your what you received is you have received uh, a cloak appears in front of you. 
and this cloak, uh, when worn, will um, while this cloak is worn and the hood is up, you always will be treated as having a partial cover. Okay. It also just looks like a wet towel. <laughs> it does kind. It does kind of look like that a little bit. Like it looks like a, a wet piece of cloth. It doesn't feel wet, but it looks like See, it looks like it's wet. You missed your opportunity, Devin, to just give him a cloak that will, while the hood is up, he is always dry. <laughs> well, this is a. I, I told you the the riddle master has gotten stronger. He he's giving out useful items now. He he has claimed enough souls to give out useful items. Those eventually, he, eventually mean, he's going to be an boss. You, he's you, going to be the end boss. Eventually. You're you're telling me that we're currently in a dungeon acquiring gear bought by the souls of previously dead riddle dungeon people. Yes, those poor bastards. Those guys may have those body parts and people may have been the people in the cotton candy maker. Who knows? You, you don't know how many people you don't know how many people I, Merlin orders the cotton candy. Uh you get it. It nice. you you get it. Halfway through eating you 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 find a you find a toenail. Is it grape? Yeah, it's it's grape flavor, but you nice. definitely find a toenail in there. Alright, well he just chalks it up to being a little slightly crunchy cotton candy. Cool. Alright. <laughs> You're eating people cotton candy. Great <laughs> That's so sick. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Evie, Evie's next. Yep. Uh, let's go with our D6. Maybe is livid, by the way. It's like, towel? Your answer was motherfucking towel? <laughs> Touching your Five. Uh-oh. I think Evie's on the hard list now. Yep. Give me a 1D24. Your your red path appears. Whoops. Slash R. Space. 1. D. 24. 16. Hey, boy. I might need you to type this one or paste this one in the chat so I can read it. But we'll see. Let's see how complicated it is. Hey, ready? Yep. This one's short and sweet. Alright. What English word has three consecutive double letters? Like American English or like ye old English? American English. Alright. So what um what English word has three consecutive double letters? Yes. Holy fuck. Uh, so like a double letter that happens three times back to back? Mm-hmm. Can there be letters in between them? No. Fuck. They would they would be consecutive. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Listen, let's not talk about how I misinterpret things. And what, what class are you? Evie? Yeah. Is a bard. Alright. 
Oh, fuck, man. Uh, three consecutive double letters. I... Fucked up part about this one is that you you know instantly if you got it wrong because it's not <laughs> it's not like one of those riddles where it's like oh yeah it's I could be the no 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 it's like it's only the answer is balloon with an extra n <laughs> balloon. <laughs> I keep wanting to say like Mississippi, but there's in, there's one letter things in between those, which is what's throwing me off. Does the riddle master give out hints? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I will give out one hint, and the hint is it. It's not a hyphenated word. A hyphenated <laughs> word. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that narrows it down to like a million down to like a million. <laughs> oh, what is a uh, what? What is Evie's uh, bardic instrument of choice? Uh, piano. Piano. Yep. Okay. No, you know what? The accordion. Pulls out a fucking piano in the middle of a battlefield. An, accord, an, accord, an accordion. It's it's, it's <laughs> travel ready, and it has piano parts to it. I she died. I don't. I don't know. I, I'm me as Webby. I don't know. Okay. My mind keeps so, going Mississippi. So your you, you, your answer is nothing. You, uh, you don't answer. Uh, you, you can find the word in a library. <laughs> that should be another hint. I would never I get that hint, Rob. I can find it in a library? <laughs> yeah, there's lots of books in the library. I'm sure the words are there somewhere. Hold I would on. never give that I would never give that hint, Rob. Hold on, can Rob, I, hold on. This? Let me type let yeah, me read it. Do, out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know why I would never give that hint, Rob? <laughs> That only has one set. Hold on. I'm writing it on my fuck. I'm scribbling it down on my uh, little note card here. Oh, shit. Uh, are you sure it's not hyphenated? There's no space between that? Technically, it's two words. Technically, there's three words, but one of them is hyphenated, and one is a plural, is a... Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking of the plural. Yeah, that's why I was like, technically, it's the plural one is the technically the longest word that has that has that. Um, but I have a guess, but I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say I don't know. What's your guess? I, I don't want to say it. <laughs> I, I don't want to say it. Okay, because I feel like well, it's I feel like it's two words, and then people are gonna be like, "Wait, that's fucking two words, you dumbass." <laughs> and we'll be like, "Well, womp, womp. But on the but on the flip side here, here, type it out, type it out, 
On the roll 20. On the roll 20. Right. Yeah, and if it's right, I'll tell you you're right. If it's wrong... Do you want me to write I, it out as two, two words or the way that I'm thinking? Write it out as the way you're thinking of it. It just doesn't even look right! <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's correct. It that is? is the correct answer. And it is one word. Who the fuck would spell it with two K's in the middle of a word like that, though? So the answer is bookkeeper. Um, and the one other Rob was thinking of is, was bookkeeping, which is the longer version oh, of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bookkeeping, and also, technically, um, what you call it? Uh, sweet tooth is another one, but that is a hyphenated word. So bookkeeping <laughs> is two words, but bookkeeper is one? Is that what you're telling me? Uh, nah, is that what I'm telling you? No, bookkeeper is two words. Bookkeeper is spelled B-O-O-K-K-E-E-P-E-R-E-P-E-R. So the two O's, two K's, and two E's. But bookkeeping? B-O, it's still the same thing. It's just that you drop the E-R and have the I-N-G, making it the longer version of that. Oh, so that would have still been an acceptable answer? Bookkeeping or bookkeeper would have, I would have taken bookkeeping or bookkeeper. I would not have taken... Uh, the one I, I, I mean, if you if you had came up with Sweet Tooth, I probably would have gave it to you, even though I said it wasn't hyphenated. Because technically, Sweet Tooth, if I remember correctly, is spelled S W E E T hyphenated T O O T H. Yeah. But technically, if you don't know how the hyphenate is, technically, uh, anyway, anyway. Um. So you the pedestal opens up, and in front of you is a book. And um, the book when you look at it, you it, it is a. Uh, it's written in in um, it's a it's a book that uh, helps you in helps you and gives you guidelines on influencing and charming others. It is a tomb of leadership and, and, and influence. Alrighty, you know what that does, right? Uh, yeah, I know what the tomes do. I don't know what that one specifically does. I think that, that one is Christmas your Christmas base. score increases increase your Christmas score by two and your maximum for that score. That is on Grover's wish list. Uh, surprise, surprise. That's on everybody who has charisma as a base <laughs> stats wish list. You know what's you know what's funny? I I never put one of the tomes on my wish list for characters because I'm just like I feel like it's lazy. <laughs> well, it's not like it's, I guess it's, it's, not, a, really, it's not lazy. It's just the only way that you can get above twenty. Right. I guess as a monk, it probably is going to be on mine just because there's not a lot of monk items. Yeah. And it's like, well, I mean, that, that helps, but okay. But for me, it probably be wisdom more than dexterity. But anyway. All right, Evie's going to grab this book and wink at Flavia. <laughs> Congratulations, Evie. You are now a bookkeeper. Yeah, as soon as as soon as Rob said the thing about the library, I started writing down like the first thing I wrote down was well, that's record, why I, I didn't that's what, exactly why I said to Rob I would never give that hint. Yeah. Because <laughs> the second you give that hint, it's like, oh wait a minute. But no, it's solely like a fair. It's fair. Um, but yeah. So who's jumping in the bed or something? Anyway, um, yeah. What's next? So who's next in these? I know one full list here. Flavia. Yep. Also, two. I think you guys completed two rounds, right? Yep. Um, is it two rounds? Four we'll rounds? Go, we'll go three rounds. Is this the set? Uh, this is this technically is, that was the top of that. That, that, that was, was that was the third. was the top of the third round. Yep, we can go three rounds, and then we'll pause it, and I can always come back. Yep. Even, even is the new good. So D one hundred, sir. 
93. Oof. I will say some of the ones on the easy list are 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 also kind of difficult. Um but some of them are also like this. Um You said 93? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I thought it was 92. 92 is easy as hell. 92 is easy as hell. 93 is a little bit harder. And I was like, geez, thanks. Um, so it says, uh, you see your podium here in front of you, and you see, you walk up, green path, you get the, I pass before the sun, yet I make no shadow. What am I? I technically accept two answers for this because I mean I just thought of a second one sitting here that technically would would work, but uh, I'll I'll take either answer for this. You know they are they they only have one here for it, but I will take another one. Shadow. Oh, um, air. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it was the answer was wind. Um, and I was like, well, you can, I would say gas, air, gas, or whatever. Like, I'd take that. That's fine. So, give me a D one hundred, sir. Ninety seven. Ninety seven. Hi, Tim. Let me save you. From the outside. Jesus. This is actually a really powerful item to be on, like, on a Monday night item list, but okay. <laughs> oh, you got it right? Yeah, you got it right. Um, Go Flippy, yeah! Un- unexpected, like, you, the podium opens with nothing there, but unexpectedly, a gust of wind blows, and this metal, unexpected, uh, un- this metal mask is floating on the wind and lands in your hands. Um, it is a metal eye mask. Uh, it is looks it looks like an eye mask you wear to sleep in, but it's made out of iron. Um, <laughs> wearing this mask obscures your normal vision, but allows you to see from above, sort of like an orbital satellite view or a bird's eye view. At sea level, you can see an area of about 200 feet in diameter centered on the mask. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, it's a, it's a very powerful mundane item. <laughs> it's a good scouting tool. <laughs> a very good scouting tool. Just don't... Not hopefully only sneaks up on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't see. But yeah, other than that, I mean, it's a great scouting tool. So there you go. You got your metal eye mask, sir. All right. We're going to go to Merlin next. D6. Five. Uh-oh. <laughs> Fucking Merlin. You asked for this, fighter boy. Yeah, 1d22. 1d22. I have a question before we do this. Can Flavia use it to look out the pattern of the riddle dungeon? Uh, you can put it on if you want to. She will put it out. Uh, you literally see... What you see gives you an unending headache. Because it looks like you're standing in an endless void, and the only thing, like from your from what you're seeing, there's nothing around you, but there's clearly stuff around you. Like even the stuff that you're seeing while you take the mask off, 
when you look up, you're just standing in a dark room with just the four of you, and there's nothing around you. So even the stuff that you're seeing is not there. Gotcha. She's like, well, that's creepy. And uh, then she says, Evie, hold me. <laughs> uh, Merlin rolled an eight. Eight. All right. Oh, God. All right. I like to think the Riddle Master came in and was like, oh, God. Well, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) What goes with a carriage comes with a carriage is of no use to a carriage, and yet the carriage cannot go without it. Hold on. Goes with a carriage. Comes with a carriage is of no use to a carriage, and yet the carriage cannot go without it. Okay, so I have, the answer. The answer is not Philo. Well, I, I was on. I was on that train of thinking. I have two different guesses now. I'm just trying to figure out. Because I mean, the carriage. I mean, even. Ah, fuck. If I'm going to guess one, it's going to be the other. I know it. What goes with a carriage comes with a carriage is of no use to a carriage and yet a carriage cannot go without it. God damn it. I'm Okay. I'm thinking either well, if because you can pull it without horses. Well, that something else could be pulling it that's not necessarily a horse, but a carriage needs wheels. My 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 initial thought was either wheels or horses. I was thinking like driver or passengers. What goes with a carriage comes with a carriage. Is of no use to a carriage, but a carriage cannot go without. Well, they, I mean, a carriage could go without a technically without a driver, just wouldn't go anywhere specific. And, uh, yeah, no, okay, now you just threw a fucking third option in my head. <laughs> now I'm really I'm sorry. Well, if Merlin dies, I blame you. I'm going to go with the driver. Driver. All right. When you say driver, it simply just goes to... No! No! Oh, shit! (laughs) Oh, did you just roll? This is your fault! (laughs) Was the answer wheels? You roll three... (laughs) Was it was it wheels? Yeah. What was the answer? <laughs> You're about to get smacked with the answer. Ah! <laughs> you all three? Yeah. Oh shit! Right, Rob, give me I uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Merlin's eight, gonna 14, be the most scared 10. fighter ever. <laughs> Just constantly afraid of everything. 
I hope you also roll an eight. <laughs> Three. The answer's driver. All right. All right. As you guys are walking, <laughs> back oh, shit! Merlin, Merlin, you hear a high-pitched noise. Yeah. We hear like really high-pitched noise. I hide behind the pedestal. <laughs> and it gets extremely loud. Like you can't, you can't decide, you can't determine where it's coming from. It's, it looks like it's coming from inside, inside of you. Uh, and then you keep looking for it, and you realize that it's actually pretty close. This noise is coming out of your kneecap. What? This noise is coming out of your kneecap. And then all of a sudden, uh, who's the bard? Remind me. That's Evie. Evie, this is, sounds very familiar. This sounds like a shatter spell. And oh all God. of a sudden, oh God. It, it goes <laughs> off. Oh God. It goes off, and your kneecap uh, is uh, it's not good. It, it, it fucks you up. Yeah, I was an adventurer for a day, and then I took a shatter spell to the knee. <laughs> go ahead and uh, go ahead and do that. Uh, you're gonna at least walk with a limp until this is mended. Uh, there may be some permanent side effects, but at least for now, you're gonna at least walk with a limp until this is mended. Uh, you're not. You're not in a good way. <laughs> you just came inside. Stop. So the answer was noise. Noise. Goes with a carriage, comes with a carriage. I mean, a carriage could go without noise. Technically. It could be a real stealthy carriage. I don't like that answer, <laughs> Riddle Master. I deny your answer. It can't go without wheels. Because then it's, then it's a sled. It's no longer a yeah, carriage. But- but the carriage needs wheels to go. It doesn't need noise to go. But it sure as fuck gonna get noise. I don't agree, Riddle Master. Really, <laughs> stop. Merlin calls shenanigans. He hates riddles now. Riddle Master does not care. Uh, he is going to devote his life to ending the Riddle Master. Riddle Master, don't play. Don't play that. All right, um, Ocean. All right, Ocean, your your riddle. Hey, this is actually kind of fitting. Um, I like to think the Merlin, final Merlin's doing that thing by his pedestal now, like the vampire from the Buffy movie, where he's just holding his knee, going. This is fitting for you, Ocean. You see a boat filled with people. It has not sunk, but when you look again, you don't see a single person on the boat. Why? Because they all got off the goddamn boat. It's docked. They're all lying down. (laughs) In Ocean, what class are you? Wizard. Yeah, water wizard. He was a fisherman. He should know this one. This one's about boats. Oh, this is going to be... He put it in the chat. I wrote it down. Oh. Merlin's just going to yell to Ocean, it's a driver. A driver. I kind of hope Rob gets this wrong and we continue with his character at some point because I really want to see... I have a punishment in mind if he gets this wrong and I really want to see this character be played if 
If that is the case. He's just in a constant state of drowning and spitting up water. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I got one even better than that. Tilly! I like to think like I like to think that uh your mission your mission in life now is to just build a stealthy carriage to prove me wrong. Yep. Your mission in life is to build a carriage that makes no noise when traveling. Yep. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a carriage that has the silent spell constantly cast on it. Oh my god. This riddle is a pun. I love it. It's because they're all in relationships or married or something. They're not single. <laughs> I hate that, I hate everything. That is the correct answer. Uh, Merlin throws it with a, a pun riddle. Merlin throws a rock at Ocean. I was I was totally going to make your I was gonna make your punishment. you I was gonna be like, Alright, you're good. Go keep going. I was never gonna tell you what your punishment was. Your punishment was gonna be that you developed a phobia of water as a water wizard. <laughs> Jesus. Merlin throws a rock at Ocean. <laughs> It makes a big splash. I hate what you did there too. One, I gotta, I gotta give you the perfect. I at least I try to give you the perfect Punish, punishment. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Punish the shit out of him. Hey, Matilda. No, it wasn't Daddy who called you. I was calling. Let me again. Because she wants me to let her OUT again. No, she's grounded. Let me right. go grounded. Go him. Here you go. You have uh, it opens and you have a blue. There is a blue sapphire. Uh there. The blue sapphire is a. It is a magical stone that allows you to ignore the spell casting opponents of any water related spell under one thousand gold pieces. It can also be a. It can also be a focus and gives you a plus one in water-related save DCs. You're gonna need there that you know. when Merlin breaks his goddamn elemental gem and has a water elemental drown your sorry <laughs> ass. Oh, how'd Ocean what? die? He drowned inside of a water <laughs> elemental. <laughs> Right. That's we're gonna end the water this time. Um, yeah. In fact, in fact, uh, you see a little sign pop up that says intermission, and there's a little, a little, uh, little arrow pointing to the right, and a path opens up, and you see it. You see a house. There's an inn there. Mer- Merlin stays right where he is, but he requests one of those carnival hot dogs that come in like the the cardboard slider thing that holds the bun, and the bun is just lightly toasted. You okay? Um, when you, when you, you know what I'm talking you about, that, right? I do. Yeah. When you do that, the, uh, you, you see a cadre of clowns, um, they pull up and give you your hot dog and they each grab an extremity and carry you into the end. He starts going, ah, watch the knee. Ah, <laughs> one, one of them just looks back at you, starts laughing hysterically and walks you straight into a wall. Well, and then. Yeah. And then brings you inside of the end. He now and has a busted knee and head damage. No, he walked your knee into the wall. Oh, Jesus. Why? <laughs> and then he puts you down the floor, keeps looking at you. So he does that. He, he, he looks at you. He, the whole time he's laughing, he looks at you. 
and then his head doesn't move, but the rest of his body does to realign himself. And then he keeps staring at you and laughs as he you walks know, out of the door. I'm going to say this. If Merlin makes it out of this Riddle Dungeon, first off, we should have like a set number of uh, of rounds that a Riddle Dungeon goes. I have some. I, okay. I, I, I have the set number for this. It's, uh, it's, it's six rounds. If Merlin so. makes it through and survives this, I, I already said uh, he's going to be a fighter. He's going to walk with a cane. His cane is also going to double as his weapon. And when he is fighting, his movement speed is going to be halved because he's going to be hopping around on one foot fighting with his cane. Wait, wait. I, I found a mundane you, cane item. Webby, I'll do you one better. I'll do you one better. How about he is a fighter? I won't even give you the penalties for it because I think it's hilariously funny. He's a fighter. They determine the leg is lost, but they give him a sword leg. Oh god, like that movie where the chick has the assault rifle leg? <laughs> he just walks around. Uh, it's he just walks around kicking people? It's gotta be a crossbow leg. He's a fighter, he's just, he's just fighting with his great sword leg. Oh, no, a crossbow leg, that sounds good too. Because he could literally just lean down, pull up the string, kick up in the air and fire, and then lean down, pull up the string. So you have a crossbow leg and a sword, and yeah. you take the um, you take the uh, what is it the uh, the crossbow expert feat that lets you make the offhand. Yep. That makes you make the additional attack as a bonus action. Yep. You can just shoot shoot shoot, shoot you, and you and you always just kneecap other people. Yep. With the crossbow, you just kneecap them. Merlin needs to survive now. All right. So with that being said, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna uh, pause the riddle dungeon. Yeah, just really quick. I, this it's a mundane item called the silver star cane. This magical rapier or longsword is indistinguishable from a cane when it is stored in a leather wrapped wooden sheath. You can press a button on top of the cane to extend the handle upward. No action required, revealing more comfortable grip with which to wield it. The rapier is adorned with an eight pearls that form a heavenly constellation. Whenever you draw the weapon, the pearls shed bright light in a straight line, five feet long. One inch wide and to the end of your turn. The line always points north. Matilda! <laughs> there you go. Come here. I'll add that to my list of things that you can possibly Come obtain. Here. But uh, there you go. There you go. So, yeah. Uh, we're going to pause there. You guys actually are inside of a. Uh, there's, there's food here. There is there is a cadre of. Um, a cadre of. Maniacal clowns. Yes, yep. they are. They are, they are tending to you in this inn. Um, can they be the clowns and- from. Killer clowns from outer space. They look kind of like that. They're all shapes and sizes, and they look like some of them look like twisted. Nice. Like they look like like they're always smiling, but they're looks like they're also like really sad and don't want to be here. Sure. And yeah. as you as you appear closer, you see some of their clown faces are aren't isn't makeup. It's like staple to them. They're um, but they're, they're previous Riddle Dungeon explorers who were going to survive but failed on the exit riddle. And now they're stuck here for eternity. Basically, clients. basically so uh, the riddle dungeon. Oh, but yeah, no, you guys actually gain the benefit of that. What what spell is that that creates like the fucking house? Um, oh, you guys are all well rested. You do yes, you, yeah. yes, you do. You do not regain hearts, but all your wounds are healed. But any residual long term damage is still done. No, no, all your wounds are healed, but like your burns, um, your burns are still. All over your body, you still have uh, increased sensitivity to touch, um, and so physically, you look like you have been burned in some spots. You have blisters in some spots or scars in some spots, but you are healed. What'd you say, Rob? Um, I said there was someone that got out of the Riddle Dungeon 
with a gnomish beard trimmer. Hey, wait, listen. 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 I don't know what you're talking hey, about. Hey, so yeah, so, so you hear me? Yes. Your, your leg is healed, but you still have a limp, and you still, uh, you have a limp, and you've developed, like, the old man ability to be able to tell it's going to storm when your knee starts acting up. Okay. I mean, he's still going to be a big wuss about it. He's still going to play it up that it hurts. So it's just, <laughs> like it's just you're in a constant like, state of oh, pain. Oh man, you're, you're he, be like, oh my knees, my knees acting up. He's gonna, he, he's gonna pop pills like house. All right, cool. So, I'm, I'm with it. Percocets like Tic Tacs. Oh, yeah, uh, so, I put pictures for mine, by the way. Yep, you didn't put pictures uh, for yours. Listen, I haven't gotten that far. I was focused on <laughs> losing at riddles. Um, yeah, and uh, Flavia, your uh, you are you have uh, your burns are all healed, but you still have. You still have the residuals mm-hmm. of being burnt. You have scars and you have blisters, but like you are actually healed. You have an increased an increased sensitivity to touch. But other than that, you are fine. Your hearts are still staying the same, though. But you are fine. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, we're going to end this episode. We're at an hour and forty nine minutes, which is hey, long yeah. for us. Uh, Recently, Rob, do you have a science corner this week? Uh, not really. There was an article I was going to read, but I haven't read yet. Uh, it's about, uh, where was it? Scientists identify 29 planets where aliens could be. I don't know why they're not making any kind of signals, but yeah. I haven't read the, the yet, but. All right. Well, I got, I got something else for you to work on too. I have a science corner question. Could werewolves eventually be a real thing? Like, could we splice wolf and human DNA to make it like a wolf-human hybrid? Probably not, but I will check. Okay, they've done. They've come a long way with like gene splicing stuff, so that's why I was asking. All right. So with that, Devin, do you have a life advice with Devin? I do have life advice because I've been reading more, and I feel like it might be because of this. Uh, my life advice is this, folks. Sometimes we all need fantasy to survive the reality. You did goddamn right. And stay out of a dungeon. Especially when a pamphlet says it's not a trap. Because uh, it will be. Uh, Alright, with that, everybody, Rob, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitch at Confessor underscore X. Or no, on Twitter at Confessor underscore X. And on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Confessor X. And Devin, where can people find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at DMP underscore Pookie, and you can find me on Twitch at Mr. D3, possibly sooner rather than later. Who knows? Yeah, and on eBay. And on eBay, you can find me selling uh, selling useless junk from the Riddle Dungeon. Boom. Actually, I'm buying all I'm buying all my useless junk for the Riddle Dungeon. There you that's go. where he get, that's where he gets the stuff. It's just eBay. <laughs> nice. Uh, and as always, everybody, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Jax Forest Walker, all one word, on Twitch at DM Webby, uh, and other platforms uh, wherever I happen to be. Reach out. Uh, contact us. Say hi. Let us know that you listen. We love you. And as always, everybody, fuck Booster Gold. Fuck Booster Gold, guys. Booster Gold. I do not understand why the outro is not playing. Oh, it is playing. Ah, it was turned down on my headset. I, I keep fucking everything. That, pit, that picture I posted is um that is 
a pot one possible of the riddle master. I like that. Simply a profession, no. Is he an alien? Is he an extra-dimensional creature? The world may never know. Is he, right, the, is, is he the end boss to all the D&D games? Possibly. Until next week, we love you. Bye.